Hey, and in this episode of Creating Success in the Mess, we're going to be talking about all of the stresses that we have that create just more messes. The stress, the chaos, the holiday, the demands, the expectations, the like, why do I feel like I'm a hamster in a hamster wheel running around and I'm actually getting nowhere and more stuff is just piling up and I just keep spending and it's going faster and faster and faster and how do I get the wheel to stop? So if you want to know how you can manage your time, do things your way, make choices that benefit you, and also learn a strategy on how to create goals and time management to complete those goals, then keep on listening. Welcome to Creating Success in the Mess, where we talk about just that, creating success in the mess of this thing we call life. We're your hosts, Corey and Whitney, a husband and wife team that does life and business together. In this podcast, we share our struggles and funny moments as we have journeyed growing our family, our faith, and businesses. We share inspiration, motivation, and practical tips and tricks to help you build yourself in a life you love. We invite you to join us every week on the podcast, and we can't wait to create success in the mess together. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Creating Success in the Mess. And in this week, in this episode, it's messy. It's the end of 2023. Yeah, like we are in this crunch time of the holidays and the end of the year and all of these stresses and demands of just life in general and then the festivities and the expectations of all of that on top of our business expectations and um it you know end of the years and goals and like everybody you know it's mm-hmm. just like so much like too much yeah too much which is seems to be the running theme of my life like <laughs> too many things too much like we have multiple businesses and they are all in demand multiple businesses i'd rather have one at this point (laughs) (laughs) it's like the end of the year and so they all have their own like requirements and and stress points and like you know uh, this is this is all on top of the just daily grind the the daily weekly requirements well and reminder we moved across the country in the last five months so yeah so we added this extra chaos on top of all the other chaos and not half our businesses are like brick and mortar, so it's like a restart, right? So it's like we got like a set of twins again, right? So, like newborn babies. So, basically, our businesses are kind of like these colicky babies. <laughs> it, it, it feels like they are these like really needy babies right now, and then you have the pressure of. It's the end of the year. And so you should be running all these deals and all these sales and all of these events and all of these, you know, like shopping sprees. And, and you know, you look at your number and you're like, oh, like, it's the end of the year. Yeah. I forgot, like, in January I had a goal to, like, get to be, like, a, a multi-million dollar business this year. And I only have, like, three weeks left, so I better bust out a couple million dollars real fast. <laughs> And in reality, that just isn't realistic. Right. Like Black Friday, so shoot. I'll just get, I'm going to hit up another Black Friday. I'm going to make my own Black Friday. <laughs> there's no sales happening. Too much going on this week. Right. 
So we have that, and then you have like personal life, like the kids, like like you you have all these, you know. Every time you turn around, there is something new being added to the Christmas list, and it's like, when does the Christmas list stop growing? It's like the fastest growing little baby I've ever been around in my life. It just like grows overnight. All of a sudden, it's just like one page turns to two page, and three page, and four page, and five page, and ten pages, and when does it stop? And then what do you choose to get off of that list, right? Knowing that something more is coming after you choose to get something off that list. And something you get off that list won't even be played with. (laughs) It'll just become a future goodwill item on the shelf. And then you have holiday parties and you have family parties and you have friends and you got to plan for gift giving for all of it. And all the while you got to look at your bank account and and see how much money you're spending and how much you're going to pump up the economy this month when like, it's like, and then the food and then everything's food. And like in our house, we have food allergies and it's like, okay, then I guess I'll just make all the food because like you can't just go get something. And then, okay, so now I'm making all the food and the groceries are like a million dollars a week. And it's like, it's a lot, bro. <laughs> You're fired up. It's the season of stress. And it really shouldn't be it this really way. It really shouldn't This is be. supposed to be, everyone's like, oh, it's the holidays. It's all about family. Right? It's all about, like, just, we should all be relaxing and just coasting along. But instead, we're not. We're speeding up. I think Jesus is the reason for the season. Yeah. Yeah. So why are we, what are we stressed for? I think there's so many, like, demands and, like, expectations and, like, new societal norms and all of this, like, stuff that puts all this pressure on you. Mm -hmm. And in reality, like, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's some people that absolutely thrive in this season because they like all all of these things. Stressing out? Not me. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I'm sure there has to be someone out there that likes to, like, go 500,000 miles an hour and, like, have all this pressure of performance or something. I don't know. But for the vast majority of us, it doesn't actually serve us well. We actually end up saying yes too many times when we should be saying no. And in any other season, not at the holiday, we would have said no. I'm a firm believer that... Jesus would not be wanting us running around like crazy people. Trying to get all these deals and all these sales and all these things. Like, I just don't think that's what it's supposed to be about. We have made these things. Like, right. we've made these own rules and boxed ourselves in all these little systems, mm-hmm. all, these, all these little ways. I mean, because it kind of goes back, as a business owner, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm supposed to have sales on Black Friday? Mm-hmm. And people are like, what are your sales? Like, I don't have any. Right. <laughs> well, then I'm not buying from you. Fine. Right. And then you, and then like as a business owner, not only is it Black Friday, but then they created Small Business Saturday. So if you're a small business, well, then you better show up like on Small Business Saturday so they can support you. Oh, don't forget that third one, Cyber Monday. Oh, Cyber Monday. When well, we were kids, we just had the one. Right. It was just like, it was only the one. And you had to be up at 4 a.m. to get to it. Right. Now it's like, the. I mean, you but, can you can eat turkey and then go shopping on Thanksgiving Day now. Right. But like uh, on the other, on the flip side of it, I mean, not just being the shopper side of it, like there's the unspoken expectation and pressure of doing a deal. Well, maybe this year my business can't stand me discounting 
my prices. Maybe I was already low priced this year mm -hmm. and I don't have any room to give with discounting my prices, but there's this pressure of performance and fitting in and, you know, like, you know, the system has created these ideas mm -hmm. and these structures for us and we feel like we need to say yes and we need to participate when in reality it may not be in our best decision. Well, I'm pretty sure our furnace wasn't working the day before Thanksgiving, and I don't remember the heating and air company saying, hey, good luck. You're, we got Black Friday sales right now. You broke down just in time. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't no. happen. Actually, I think it was I think it was like, I think we not maybe paid more. Right. Because it was in the holiday time. Right. And so for us this year, like, we have so much chaos. We have all of this yeah. going on, and we did say no. We did stand up, and we did say no, and we didn't go anywhere either. We're not. We stayed at home. We're not participating in Black Friday sales. We're not participating in Cyber Monday sales, and we're not participating in um, like Small Business Saturday sales. We would love your support for small business every day. It doesn't even have to be a Saturday. But this year, like I just knew that I had to say no. I could not put that on my plate to to. To, to do because not only it takes up so much mental mind space to just plan it then you have to promote it and then you have to fulfill it so there's like it's not just like a, a yes one time essentially i'm saying right. yes times yeah, there's three a there's a chain link of just exhaustion that comes with saying yes to some of this stuff right and that's really what we said no to we were like you know we can under we've been doing this long enough that we know that doing these deals and doing these sales our e-commerce businesses we're going to have to fulfill all the things after the holiday right. and in our service-based businesses i we don't we never done black friday sales or sales in service space because it's us doing it's our talent and it's our worth and honestly our worth is not worth discounting right like we are worth what we're worth and we're going to charge what we charge because that's the the value that we push but it is it's like how much are we going to have to just pile in and do and sacrifice all to make what a little a couple extra dollars because when you break your prices down and you make all the extra sales, I mean, how much more are you making? Now, if you're in corporate, I mean, I, I get it, you know, big, big difference. But depending on what you do as a small business owner, I mean, are you really working yourself for just a little bit more money or are you really going hardcore and getting huge sales? Right. Yeah. So I think that like in this season of stress and chaos, like, I think that it is absolutely necessary. I think sometimes it's easier for us to, to maybe see this and do this in our personal life than it is necessarily in our business life. Or maybe maybe you're the opposite. Maybe it's easier for you to do this in your business life but not necessarily your personal life. But I think that it is absolutely necessary with the, with the way that everything is and all of the, you know, you can pick up your phone and you can get on social media and you see all of everything. And that's just like content overload, really. There are so many events and there are so many activities and there are so many things and people and places that you could go and you could do and you could see and you could be with and you could, you know, there are so many opportunities for you to say yes. And that's great. That's great that there are so many opportunities for you to be able to say yes to. But I think sometimes that we forget that we have to balance the yeses with the noes. And so, if for, you know, 
for me, it's easier sometimes to say no in my personal life than in my business. And my businesses really benefit from me saying no sometimes. Just like we just talked about, like discounting our prices. Like sometimes I, you know, have this thought that like I have to to give a sell. I have to like appease the customer or whatever. And like when I say no, it actually serves me better, which actually serves my business better, which is actually serving my customers better. And that's the same thing in our personal lives. Like, well, I know for me, like every time I turn around, my kids are asking me for something. And like when we were kids, you know, like, okay, um, I need some toothpaste. Well, put it on your Christmas list. Yeah. Santa's coming. Like, and you know, at that time I was like, what in the world? Like Santa is like going to bring toothpaste. But like, literally I get it now. Like, like, Put the toothpaste on your Christmas list because it's like, it just becomes like an auto response. Like, I just, like, now I'm just like, well, put it on your Christmas list. And then I'm like, they just asked me for toothpaste and I'm saying, put it on your Christmas list. Like, what? Like, we're going to go get the toothpaste. But we just get into this automatic response system at a certain point of the year. And we have to really be conscious of what we're doing because we end up saying yes so much. Yeah, well... I wish our kids were asking for toothpaste and toothbrushes and, so, and socks and stuff, but they weren't. Like they were like, "Hey, new game, new makeup." Set. No, I mean they're literally like... asking for everything all day long. <laughs> like we could go to the dog food aisle and they would probably ask me for dog food. Like, I mean, it's constant asking me for things, and and like it's just like I had to really make sure I'm not like on auto tune and just saying yes or just saying you know put it. Well, you don't want to say no too much either because then it's just like all we do is say no, right? And then then you're like ah like I gotta find there's like wasn't like a rule for every no you say you can find two or three yeses or something like that. I don't know. Well, I haven't mastered that art yet. There's something like that, but it is something like that. I remember some lady telling us this. Right. Well. No, not during this time. It's it's all no's because it's like <laughs> no, it's not like it's not. You find but... yourself saying yes a lot of times when you don't really want to say yes or you wouldn't really want to say yes. And I think that we have to be really, really careful right now. And like the number one way to change something or to stop something from happening is being like conscious of what's happening so the more that you can recognize and realize and and like be aware just being aware of something then the the odds are higher that you're going to fix it change it like you know be notice it you'll be able to notice it when it happens and so when if we are just aware that at this time of year there are like constant demands and requests and expectations and um, just, you know, every uh, pressure coming out of everywhere and from everywhere. And so when we know that, then we become aware that it's there and Mm -hmm. it's, it's going to come. Like we know it's going to come. And then we have to be aware of like what our normal reaction to these things are when they come. So one, we know it's coming, so we're prepared. So we're watching for it at that point. And then we've already like kind of figured out like what is our normal knee-jerk reaction when the pressure comes, when the questions come, when the expectations come, when the what, you know, whatever it is comes. How do I normally react to this? Like what do I normally do or say? And so we're aware it's coming. 
And so we're prepared and we're watching for it. And then it arrives and we know what we normally do. And we've consciously made like turn like the dial in our brain to to like recognize that that didn't serve me well. And I don't really want to do that every time. So, of course, sometimes you're going to end up just doing your knee jerk reaction of saying yes or whatever it is. But sometimes and then you probably will immediately feel the effect afterwards of like, dang, why did I say yes? I'll bring those cookies. I don't want to make the cookies and bring the cookies. I don't even want to actually go. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then at that time, like you're stuck in this place of like honoring, like your true intentions of what you do or you don't want to do and getting yourself back into alignment. And at that point you can say, no, I, I mean, I can't, I know I said I could make the cookies, but I really just can't even come. I'm so sorry. You know, Or you can go through with it, but then the next time that that happens or the next yes or the whatever that comes up, you're probably going to be more likely to say no. So long story short, be aware and recognize it and like consciously bring it up in your brain so that when it happens or when it shows up, it's kind of like a red flag. Like, you know, you'll notice the flag and then you can do different. Well, really, what I kind of hear you saying in this is you're saying no to things that you're essentially going to be miserable with later. Yes, things that don't serve you. But it's not so easy to actually recognize if you're actually going to be miserable later. Like for me, I'm a people pleaser, so I'm going to be real quick to saying yes and not actually think first before I speak. Right. Make your, decisions. Yeah, your knee-jerk reaction is always to right. say yes just to please somebody. But, you know, you always cannot, You always have that kind of uh, reservation, I guess, of saying, yeah, let me think about it and I'll get back to you. That so you're is, not really saying yes or no. Absolutely. If you know that you're a people pleaser and your knee-jerk reaction is to just say yes or to just do it or to overgive or to overextend or to whatever, then start making it a practice to say, Let me check my calendar and I'll get right back with you. Let me check my schedule and I'll get back with you on that. Let me check like what I have going on and I'll get back with you. And then that, that is your buffer zone that allows you. So you're aware at that point that you make those like off the wall commitments that you don't actually always like. And so it gives you a minute to pause and really assess like, do I actually have time for this? Do I actually have the energy to expend mm-hmm. on this? Do I actually want to do this? And then you don't even have to come back later and say, oh, never mind, I can't. Because you gave yourself that little buffer zone. And what you, and that buffer zone is kind of creating like a, it's creating room and like a capacity for then jumping into the things that you actually do kind of feel like, oh yeah, oh, heck yeah. Um, so like in our town, like one of the, the was it, who are they, the government officials? I don't know, city people. We're walking by and they're like, hey, you want to go walk with us? We're going to talk about how we want to improve downtown and all this kind of stuff. And I was immediately like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, thought you would never ask. But I jumped right in. Right. I mean, and I definitely wanted to go. And it was cold outside, but it was okay. Right. I was going to figure it out, you know. I'm right. gonna, and did my thing. And right. I was in a capacity and in a moment. Right. Where I could say yes, but had I said yes to a bunch of things that would have made me miserable, right. I would have been like, dang, what a missed opportunity. Right. Like, it would have been really great to do that, but I was tied down with blank because I overcommitted myself. Right. Yep. So you were, you would have been stuck doing something that didn't serve you, didn't align with you, and and you would have missed 
being able to do what did align with you and serve you. And then when that happens, when you spend too much time doing things that aren't serving you or aren't aligning with you, you're just doing things that like don't really fulfill you and don't really like feel fun and don't really like you're just, you know, you feel like you're supposed to or you're responsible for more than you want to. Mm -hmm. So whenever you are in that place where you're responsible for or you have to or you're supposed to, to, then you start getting really miserable and you start feeling really stressed and you start feeling like really um, defeated and really depressed and really anxious. And well, re- you, you also get to the point you feel like you don't ever do anything for yourself because yeah. you feel like you're doing things for others all the time and then you get to this victim mentality of no one ever helps me out. Right. And then you just go down a, a spiraling. You're beyond mess. Right. Like, on that point. Whereas when you're playing in places that, like, serve you, there's a give and a take. So you're giving your ideas, and then you're getting, like, what it is that fuels you and drives you at the exact same time. So, like, this is the season where we usually um, tend to, like, lose that. We usually tend to forget that. And so... If we can really be aware of how our 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 ways are and what our you know like pressures and expectations are, and then identify like what really lights me up, what really feels fun, what is a what really is a heck yes, like mm-hmm. I want to do this, like I really enjoy this, and what is like a oh I mean. We have to go. We have to make an appearance. We have to, like, you know, identify that and spend more time playing in the I get to's, I want to's. It's it's fun places rather than the the demands and the pressures and the expectations. Even if you know, sometimes you have to say no, and no is actually saying yes to better things. Right. Yep. No, I totally agree. And in addition with it, it's like, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are, because I get this way of like, if I, I force myself to go into miserable situations and say yes to things, well, I think it's also important to look at that and say, why? Why do I feel like I have to decrease who I am in order to make other people happy right and it's really just not worth putting yourself in that situation and it's kind of important to say like okay well we have to do this okay why write down your reasons why you have to and then let's write down reasons why you don't want to and then when you get those two sides of things and you're looking at things you might be like we really don't actually have to do this right i don't see anything over here on the left that says required by law right right nothing says i have to right i am a big boy and I am going to go to the other side and open myself up for better odds. Right. Yep. And, like, another thing that we're in the season of is everyone talking about their goals and their plans and their direction and their 2024 calendar and their, you know, like, they. it's like right now there's this expectation of, like, you have to know and set and, and like, and people will ask you, like, what are your 2024, like, have you done your planning for 2024 in your business? And sometimes, like, that feels like, for me, I mean, I'm not a planner. Like, you know what? I just, I just, I don't know. You give me a planner, you get me, like, a calendar, like, whatever you want. I don't know why. I just can't. I can't do it. Y'all, we've wasted a lot of money on planners for this woman. Like, every year I feel this pressure of, like 
planning it out and and getting this vision and this long-term strategy and your goals and your whatever. And I do have like general goals like yeah. up in my brain. Like I do have general like things that I want to accomplish yeah. and I want to do. But like right now, it, like I know we're coming upon the season of this stress of like, what is going to be your 2024 plan? Have you sat down and mapped it all out? And I'm over here like, dude, I'm trying to figure out the rest of my 2023 plan. Like, mm. I'm just trying to get to 2024, let alone map it all out. Right. Like, And, okay, I really have something to say here. Yeah. Right? Because I was, okay, so... <laughs> We live day by day, and I think when you get to a point where you when you live day by day, but you have visionary thoughts of where you want to be in certain time periods, well, first off, if you have a five-year goal and plan, that's great, wonderful, I'm happy for you, but let's just be real for a second. There's a lot of things that could happen in five years, and you can't, I mean, so it's good to have a vision, but you don't have to be like, in five years, I plan to be married to a wealthy man. Like, well... What if your five-year plan was, I have a vision that I will do what I want to do and make money doing it. And that's my five-year plan. You're, you don't have to have this elaborate, smart goal. I was a teacher for a long time, and I mean, they, they made us like, it needs to be attainable, time-oriented, it needs to be a good goal. It's just like, come on, this is, we all know this is a freaking joke. Every teacher is going to sit down and write these, and we're all going to go do our own thing, because that's day to day, because you don't know what's going to walk into your life at any time given moment and I used to sit there with students and I have had clients and I said write out your one-year goal and your three-year goal and you know what I used to do the planner I used to have that little thing on my desk and I'd write all my appointments in and you know what it never really worked for me what worked for me was setting up a piece of paper that I could write down some ideas and I could write down some action steps and I could complete it and when it was done the paper went in the garbage. Right. And a new paper came out. We were not intended as human beings to overload ourselves with all these things and all these stressors and make elaborate five-year plans and goals. They have a vision and a mission statement. You don't have to put a due date on it. Right. You will blossom when you are ready. So don't put the stress of making sure you have to have it done by a certain deadline. Right. And I'm not saying deadlines aren't important. No, yeah. But they don't have to be as hard as an eggshell. Right. They can be as soft as a crumbly cookie. Right. It's good to have an idea of where you want to go. And then it's, it's great. It's mm. even better if you can, like, start making plans in the short term that lead you and direct you in that effort. So, like, if you wanted to be married to a wealthy man next year then, like, instead of just sitting around thinking, like, you know, about being married to the wealthy man next year, then it's better for you, and you're going to have higher success mm -hmm. if you can think about, like, what am I going to do this month that's going to put me in a place where I can personally start gearing towards financial wealth and be in places where I may be able to... um come across people that I enjoy, that enjoy, that are successful, that enjoy this, that, and that. If if you can look at things like that in, in the short term, like play, like how can I, like, you know, what can I do here right now with what I have, mm -hmm. where I am, right. 
to help me get to where I want to go right. without focusing on where you want to go. Like, right. don't don't focus on the mountain over there. Focus on right here, right in front of you. And then you're going to beat that mountain. But if right. you're only sitting here looking at that mountain over there, like, you're not actually going to, it's going to, it's just going to get further and right. it's going to get harder and it's going to get bigger. Right. And if you talk to a mountain climber, right, and they're at the bottom and you say, what is your goal? And they're like, I'm going to get to the top. How are you going to do it? And they're going to be like, I don't know yet. One step at a time. I'm going to get over this ridge. And when I get there, I'll take another action step. Do you need ropes? I might. I got them in my bag. I'm not sure. I might have a cliffhanger on this. I might not. I might not need the ropes. Right. But I'm bringing them because the last time I did this, right. I did need ropes. And so my experience says bring the ropes anyways. Right. And so that's the thing is you can have the goal of I'm going to get to the top. But you don't exactly know how you're going to do it. But you can bring the tools and you can prepare yourself for whatever happens. Right. And you know what? If you only get 75% of the way up there, you still got higher than I did. Because I'm not climbing a mountain. <laughs> like, I'm going to go to the beach. Yeah. Okay? Like, what are you going to do? I'm going to sit right here and do nothing but watch. On the edge of this chair. Yeah, on the edge of this chair, watching these waves crash. And when the sun comes down, I'm going to go home and I'm winning, baby. <laughs> All right. So in this season of stress and pressure and demands and, you know, expectations, then really just be intentional of focusing on the here and the now and the, and the today, not the whole mountain over there that's going to happen at the end of the uh, end of the month. Just here, now, today, and the things that you are doing today and making sure that what you're doing today is actually serving you rather than being something that you feel like you're expected to do that doesn't actually serve you. And then, before you know it, you're going to be out of the season of stress and you're going to be putting a practice into place that's going to help you actually be successful in your 2024. Appreciate you all listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. We know that we all get busy trying to do life, and our hope is that we can find ways to implement time and space to create a life we love living every day on our terms right in the middle of all the messes of life. We hope that you've been inspired and our conversation to help you in some way. And it would be so amazing if you shared this conversation with somebody that you think would really benefit from hearing it. You can text someone the link or you can share it via email or on your social media pages. And please, we would love for you to leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on because it helps us so much. The more reviews we have, the more people that will find our show. And our ultimate goal is for everyone to feel inspired, to find ways to create their own success right in the middle of all the mess and know they are not alone in doing so and finally we'd love for you to join our weekly email list so that we can connect on a deeper level and you can always be in the know of our new release events and opportunities 